Hello and welcome to Movie Trailer Trash. My name is Charlie. And I'm Bethany. And, um, you know, there's not a lot of movies coming out right now. What? Not a lot of movies to be announced <laughs> right now. Not a True. lot of trailers to get our blood pumping and our episodes thick with content. Wow. Um, yeah, I would say most movie news is telling us to wait. Yeah. Just wait a little longer. I heard that there are some movies that are supposed to come out in September that have been pushed back or canceled. Yeah. So yeah. so there's Well, that. and because of just production, I heard that there are some movies that have been pushed from release dates in 2021 to 2022. Yeah. So we got to produce them. We're we are starved for movie things and we're also quarantined together and constantly Woohoo. <laughs> finding new things to talk about so we're gonna do something a little special nobody for i'd rather be quarantined with the next three episodes or so um no not or so just the next three yeah we're doing a three episode series be be specific the uh topic came up when bethany was arguing with her friend via social media about of course uh star wars the rise of skywalker and there's a lot more to that but what we were talking about that came out of it was movies that focus on the good versus evil theme the simplistic very black and white good versus evil right so we thought we were talking about it for a super long time <laughs> we were going to try to organize our thoughts a little bit into podcast form yeah um and so what we're going to do is in this first part we're going to just talk about the good versus evil and we're going to try and figure out why it's most liked why what the pros and cons of it um right. then we're going in the next part in the next episode uh oh we're also going to go through a few movies as examples of good versus evil uh in the next episode in part two we're going to do some of our favorite movies that feature villains or bad guys or whatever that have some middle ground to them that are a little gray area mm. that are maybe a little more a little bit more relatable or um, compassionate i guess um Amongst other things, there will be different types of stuff going on with that one. And then part three will be uh, kind of fun and a little bit inspired by uh, Brandon Prosex Film Tweakers uh, podcast, where we are going to take some of these good versus evil, pretty one dimensional story movies and try and tweak them a little bit so that they can be turned into a nice, more complex bad guy. I will... I will just warn you guys that we say tweak, but there is at least one that we're going to just rewrite. Yeah, we're... I mean, not rewrite. We don't have time to do that, but conceptualize... <laughs> well, we do have time to do it. We don't have the energy or talent. We're going to conceptualize an entire different um, way of telling a story for one of them. Yeah, but and you know what? We might just do... Have to wait. We might... I'm going to tell them what it is. Oh, okay, sure. Um, and it might just be part four. Oh, just entirely. sure, yeah. We might... We're, we're going to... We're going to try and redo The Rise of Skywalker. Right. And, and we're going to try and figure it out, and you guys are going to tell us why it's bad. And so we'll do, we'll do that. We might talk about it for sure. like an hour and a half. We'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we might we, we could potentially have four episodes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But for this one, we're going to focus on that good old sweet, sweet theme. G-V-E. G-V-E. Good versus evil. Givey. All right. So um, first of all, when we were talking about this, Charlie basically was like, I I think that's such like bad writing, right? Well, you don't really here, prefer it. Yeah. Just I don't I don't prefer it for the just probably the sole reason of I've gotten to the age where I've 
seen a lot of it. It's been a main theme for most stories right. for, over the last however guys many years. Good guys, very simplistic. I understand it. I'm kind of bored by it. Right. Well, and also something that Charlie says <clears throat> to me, which I, I think I agree with, is that in real life there is nobody who is entirely evil or entirely good. Right. And I came up, and I think this is good, so I'm going to share it. Okay. I came up with what I think is the closest two on either end of the spectrum. So I said, you know, like, you've got Trump on one end, (laughs) who's mostly entirely evil, but also, like, a big idiot. So a lot of his evil is actually just his idiocy causing problems as well. And then you have Mr. Rogers, who's no longer with us, on the other side, who is just as good as they come from everything we know. But Charlie said, yeah, but he is probably was a little naive. Right. Right. And so (laughs) that doesn't mean you still aren't good. But there but being just like one dimensional as like, I am good. That's what I am. In real life, when it comes to bad guys, bad people, good guys, good people, there's no absolute good and absolute evil. Right. Of just like, especially with the motiveless type that we see in some of these movies where it's just to be evil to take over the to world evil. yeah to spread well, there's evil. like a lot of horror movies where literally they're like let's bring evil into the world and you're like right. why yeah <laughs> why, <laughs> we, why would you do that don't you all right what are you getting out of this um i just want to be evil like <laughs> I, I literally i hate horror movies and i was forced to watch one with somebody one time i can't remember the name of it but literally it was like a long time ago Five sets of parents got together and killed their children to try and release evil into the world. And if we say this thing, it w- it'll happen again. What is this movie? Yeah, it was bad. Was I it? don't know. Okay. It had to do with a house. I don't know. So what happens with these movies is most of the time they are your blockbuster movies. A lot you know? of times, yeah. Because a, s- a smaller scale movie is not really what we're talking about we're not talking oh. about like the example i brought up when i was explaining it to bethany was like ladybird like yeah like just a movie about a story about a girl <laughs> ladybird is not good versus evil nor does it fit into a middle ground category it's, like it's just gray area. yeah it's just a story about her life and that's diff- completely different from what we're talking about so we're more talking about big blockbuster movies that have large stakes well there has to be a protagonist and antagonist type thing in a good versus evil movie. Well, and there has to be... And in the gray area movies, there is too, but those protagonists and antagonists are a little bit more gray. There has to be an evil force that is trying to do something so horrible that they must be stopped right. by a good force right. or whatever. And I think Which that, is... not to get too... um, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but... I think that a lot of that comes from, because you see this in Marvel comic books from the 60s and stuff like that, mm-hmm. is that that's a lot about how America feels about itself. Is that we're the good guys coming to save the world from evil, whether that evil be communism or <laughs> what have you. Right. So right. all of that stuff from the 60s kind of, you know, Played into spills over. Stuff today, yeah. Also, there's a lot of it that comes from like Christianity and stuff like that. Yeah, and other religions. I mean, most religions have a good and evil concept. <laughs> well, that's something that I've always loved about um, the way that Greek gods are portrayed. Yeah. Um, and how they are portrayed as just like 
way too powerful beings that just kind of get to do whatever they want and sometimes they help and sometimes they don't right <laughs> and they're just like they just like exist See, charlie even likes in mythology and religion he likes the gray area well that's what i so that's something that i thought was really cool about because so we've we've watched moana uh about three or, three or four times in the last week and a half um because it's our been kids a great week really and a half, like guys. it a lot and i i really like that about maui oh about gosh, how yeah. he's just like he does stuff when he feels like it and like hey you should thank me <laughs> yeah he does yeah, he I does this for you things Come on. that he can do when he feels like it and when he doesn't he doesn't do it because yeah. he doesn't want to and that's way more interesting to me than someone who is a, a being who is overwhelmingly good like like and like i told you talk the other about day. a great gray area movie we could talk about <laughs> yeah that we is got, really, we could probably that is one. reenact the movie for you um, right now guys a overwhelmingly good being defeating a much stronger evil being just because they're trying harder and are on the good side yeah that's the thing that charlie says kind of bothers him right it's like well there's two cons there's one where it's like because your cause is good and you're trying harder or you try really hard and your cause is good you win and then there's the other kind of you're just the chosen one right that's a big thing and charlie even though there are many movies with chosen ones that he likes he hates that it's that there's no explanation it's right. like, well because you're chosen yeah and so, so we're going to talk about some of those so let's let's talk about one of those right, right. now um i kind of i kind of want to end on the uh controversial one so we'll we'll uh, wait for that one. Oh, okay um we'll start I was trying to figure out what you meant yeah we'll start with a a chosen one I series you that guide the conversation everybody knows from our generation at least uh which is harry potter right so harry potter is a very classic good versus evil uh story and a mm-hmm. very classic chosen one story where i mean you know what happens in harry potter i'm not going to explain the whole thing but he essentially wins he's and survives Why? and because he survived and does all of this crazy stuff just because he exists right well okay in fairness the reason he's the chosen one is because he it's not really in fact there's it's kind of bs that they put all this on him but when he was a baby they tried to kill him and they couldn't. And they claim that it's because his mother's love was what the greatest magic mean? of all. Right? What does that mean? There, that's not the I greatest think magic of all. You and I both know that love's true kiss can do just about anything. <laughs> no, in this. Okay, I get true love's kiss. Dang I get it, upset. I said it wrong. I, true love's kiss. Did you say kiss loves? I true? said love's true kiss. Uh, love's true kiss. Um, this portion of it so i do i do like harry potter yeah um, we both enjoy the, it the great majority of it um this portion of it though is infuriating to me because it's could have so easily been just something else well here's the thing i do think that he didn't have to be the most powerful and whatever it could just be that voldemort is after him because he couldn't kill him the first time well, that's what is happening. I know, but I'm saying like he's also supposed to be so powerful. Like only you could beat Voldemort. Yeah. It's like, well, what if anybody could beat Voldemort? It's just that he's after you, so you need to run and hide. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I mean, anyway. So Harry Potter, great right. movie. What do people love about the good versus evil within Harry Potter and Well, Harry Potter, I Harry think Potter specifically, um and the chosen one motif in general is the draw the main draw of it is i'm a normal person and one day this could just happen to me 
Right. And I mean, now I didn't read Harry Potter when I was a kid, when I was in fifth grade right. and everybody else was. Um, it was toward the end of sixth grade, I think, when Harry Potter came out in movie form. And I was dragged to the theater because I thought wizards were lame. Turns out they're actually pretty cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> and <laughs> sorry for that little history lesson on my life. But because um, <laughs> I thought wizards were lame. Is that the one with the little wizard boy? Anyway, now I'm getting confused. What was I talking about? Oh, oh I didn't read it. Yeah, so the chosen one. Regular person, something great can be basically thrust upon you. Um, you always hear people from the millennial generation talking about how like, hey, I'm still waiting for my letter from Hogwarts. <laughs> right? Like, it's like this joke, but it's like not even just being the chosen one, Harry Potter, but like just being, getting to be a wizard. Like, just being a normal person going about your life and one day you get a letter. Right. It's like, hey, guess what? There's actually magic in the world and you get to be a part of it. Like, people love this kind of fantasy world you know and that's why not kind of well very fantasy oh we don't know oh (laughs) maybe wizards live among us (laughs) maybe well and it's yeah it's this this wild adventure that could you could imagine happening to you because it's just some kid some and i think that especially is that he's like the dweeby loser kid who is down on his luck he has a really horrible home life Mm -hmm. and being able to imagine that type of thing happening is much easier to jump on than to you know what would probably be the actual thing which is someone who has been like training their whole life is the one that is going to actually do this (laughs) which is actually kind of more of a batman thing when you think of it (laughs) right yeah that's a batman thing (laughs) and then trained so and I mean, it's the same thing with another one on our list of good versus evil, which is uh, The Matrix. Right. Another chosen one. Love the movie. Yes, the movie is Love very good. It. I haven't seen the second or third one, so I'm not going to talk about those. And that's fine. Um, um, but this is another thing where this is a chosen Neo? one. He I was just know. some guy working in an office, just well, like you thing. or me. And then all of a sudden, yeah, like he's literally the, the most boring life ever. The savior. And he's the only person that can do it, even though Lawrence Fishburne has been doing it for however and, long. Like, teaches him. Here's the thing with the matrix. Um, something that I kind of love about it is that they don't know who the chosen one is. So like in Harry Potter, they all know about him in the matrix. They're like, do you think this could be the guy? I'm like, how many other guys have they gone to with those pills to see if they've been the guy, you know? Like, I mean, and you find out in the second and third one, like, you know, there's Zion and there's all these different places where people live. And like, there are people out living outside of the matrix, you know? Um, Maybe there's a, another, they each have a person that, that helps, th- that saves them. And they're all like different anagrams of numbers. So the other person is Watt. And then Wait, are you like saying because Neo means, is one? Reet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Reet, oh, Watt, he's the chosen Neo. One. You're the chosen two. <laughs> the chosen two, you're Watt. Anyway, um, so <laughs> what do people love, I mean, about The Matrix? Okay, so this is a great movie. You can at least admit that, right? This is probably... Um, my second favorite or third yeah it's up there it's really like i like it a lot you're yeah. saying it's one of your favorites on this that list? we're going to talk yeah. about in general look so the matrix first of all i mean i i would think the common thread through all these movies is that it's great acting throughout uh great actors throughout all these movies but also great writing even though they ch- did the chosen one concept it's still really good writing um you know creating yeah, a whole I, new world and stuff of I don't the way think things the, work Again, like I said at the beginning, I don't think that good versus evil or chosen one stuff is 
bad. I just think it's overdone. Like it, it's just like how it's old hat. Yeah, if you were going to make a movie like The Matrix right now, then it would just be like this is just like The Matrix. <laughs> it's right. like a chosen one thing right. where someone saves from an alternate whatever. And I think that the the like I was talking about with Harry Potter, where you can imagine it, and like I was talking about at the beginning. This is a very good example of he should not win, and then he does just because he believes that he can. <laughs> right. Um, and that's it. That's all he needed. And it's really cool. It, it is cool. Like, how, how many of us as children pretended we could dodge bullets like that? I did. <laughs> you do the thing with your arms where you're, like, trying to fall back, like, uh-huh. whoa, whoa. And then you actually fall back and hurt yourself. Yeah, because yeah. you're not the one. You're, yeah, you're the right. Watt. Um, and then he stops the bullets yep. midair. Spoiler. Just goes and grabs one. <laughs> it's very cool. His powers are cool. And it's not just that he's strong and cool like a superhero, but he can like bend the world around him to his yes. will. All of this very stuff is cool. very cool. Like the abilities and everything like that. It's just. It, he. What did he do? Well, here's the thing. I will say this because the Matrix is confusing. And I'm there are probably people out there that are much smarter than me that are like, what? What's confusing about it? But for real, though, I'm just saying as an average person, well, I also think it's quite these, confusing. We haven't seen all of these super recently. So true. we'll get stuff but wrong. But the Matrix is confusing it. because, um, yeah, he like they like kind of win at the end. But obviously there's two more movies and their fight is not over. But it's like. I don't know how you can win in this situation because in the Matrix, there's like robots mm-hmm. have taken over the world and they feed off of humans. <laughs> so we're basically their batteries. Like they just like we're just plugged in all the time and they give us a happy, perfect existence while we're there so that we can, you know, be at peace and bliss, whatever, which I guess is nice of the robots. <laughs> and then they just keep living but which i guess is nice of the robots but um it's a little confusing like what's what's the end goal here to destroy oh, all the robots do you want to destroy all the robots and just have like a dark dingy earth with no light and trees like <laughs> you haven't seen the second one but i'm like there's not a lot of good out there like i right. i one thing i like about the matrix is i can't blame the guy too much for wanting to go back yeah <laughs> like yeah, it's fascinating. Anyway. And so that one is a very chosen one. And then probably the most um, popular. And, and, and actually, you know what? I'm going to go with the other one first because oh my goodness. it'll kind of lead into it Wait, a little bit. Wait, we still bit. have, don't forget, we have a couple more. Yeah, we have a few more. So the um, so we could just talk about Star Wars briefly. I okay, think. yeah, because that's pretty simple. We could talk about Star Wars. Very, very chosen one. It's very good versus evil. It's literally the dark evil. side and the light the side. The dark side, the light side. As, as black and white as you can be. And they're not, you know, they just want to take over the galaxy. Why? That's it. Who knows? That's it. That's they all just... they. That's all you know. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. They want to take over the galaxy, and the Jedi want to stop them so that they can control the galaxy? No, I think the Jedi just want peace i think they're supposed to be like sure sure they're like monks right they just want peace yeah monks that kill people okay (laughs) but yeah so we digress but the general generally most of the star wars movies are very black and white 
Well, yeah, and I, I'm gonna go based off of the original ones. Okay, just the yeah. just the stuff that they set up because they were the first ones of like Luke Skywalker being the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Always was like he was the one that was going to bring balance to the Force and all right. of that stuff. Everyone had their little visions and everything, and um, he goes on and then and he does it right. <laughs> And and Huzzah. again, this is not this is someone who um didn't have very much training at all. Not at all. Went to go get more training and left. Which by the way, I will say just one thing I have to say is Luke had barely any training with yeah. Yoda. So any of y'all haters out there that are like, Ray wouldn't have been that powerful, why? Why not? <laughs> well, and also it's something that clearly I was you don't about, need like, a lot of training. It's all about innate ability. It yeah, apparently. Well, I mean, for real, that's how the world works. Like there are some people who train really, really hard, or you know, at basketball or to learn the piano, and then there are other people who are just great at it. Yeah, but that's not the case. for like the highest level. Like if there was just someone who's just like you know innately good at being a NFL quarterback. They're just like they were like naturally good at it. You I can just, just pick up a ball. You can just pull them it. off the street and put them in a game, and they'd be the best quarterback in football. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they could. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, so Luke. So Luke, um, he eventually gets to the point where he at the very end where he's just winning. I guess. I mean, I guess that his version of winning was turning Darth Vader. Sure. Um, and then he took it the rest of the way. But the way that they were able to go about the entire thing was just him just being the chosen one mm-hmm. and just Using going his power. and like he would just like rush into things and then it would work out. And uh, yeah, it's know. not like he was a big planner. Luke Skywalker, not a big planner. It's like quick into the trash compactor no that was um that was that was leia that was leia and actually you know what but she had to jump in because those idiots weren't making a plan that's true but anyway (laughs) um no but yeah so that that is a very good example of good versus evil that i obviously like a lot yeah Um, charlie loves star wars the i do too (laughs) i like the matrix a lot i'm uh big harry potter fan we listen to the audiobooks when we go on trips i'm less of a harry potter fan than the matrix and star wars but i still like it a lot um, I, I, mean, I, think I feel I like always, you get into it when you're getting into it. Yeah, I forget how good it is yeah. until I'm actually watching it. Because it is very good. And then I wanted to mention, uh, we wanted to mention Wonder Woman, which is good versus evil. Yes, um, and I'm hoping that we'll get, we're going to get the chance to tweak that one And later. I think that we should skip Wonder Woman for right now. Okay. Uh, so that we can put it into that later episode. Yeah, because I have, because I have some ideas for it, a lot of ideas for but it. But it is a great movie. Um, and then I evil. will talk about... Right now, the kind of combination of stuff that I was just talking about with another movie that I like a lot, which is Captain America, the first Avenger. So Captain America, (coughs) excuse me, is fighting the Red Skull in this movie. And the Red Skull is, you know, evil, crazy, very, um, what's the term that people use? Mustache twirling. You know, he's just right. like wants to like take over the world. He doesn't care about any of his henchmen and stuff like that. It's very much like the comic book. Right. Um, but instead of being the chosen one, 
that kept in the Captain America at the start of the movie. This is an example of a character who like deserved these abilities. Right. Like he and wasn't plucked he, off the and street. And he volunteered. He was he volunteered. He was chosen for lack of a better word from a group of other people who were also being considered. Like he wasn't he didn't just have he didn't just exist and therefore be able to defeat the red skull right but this is just a literal good versus evil Mm -hmm. thing and this is even the what i was just talking about before where it's just like liberty in the american way versus nazis and right and i mean (laughs) evildoers everywhere there's a reason that that was a popular idea when captain america was created because people had lived through that terrible war right and they needed hope and they needed to feel like we could take down evil because they're so i mean and that's why when so when charlie says there is no nothing that is pure evil and nothing that is pure good i don't know if that's true because there are some terrible terrible things that have happened obviously like in world war ii so like i'm Um, i'm not going to use in this example of good versus evil i'm not going to use villains that are just insane like the joker for example like that doesn't count as evil to me because he's he's just he's crazy he doesn't even yeah. yeah Yeah, um, but anyway, the Red Skull, just straight up evil. Doesn't really have an explanation. He's just evil. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, want to go on to the Okay, one, yeah. Yeah, let's move on to my <laughs> controversial opinion. It's not that kind. Con- I mean, you don't hate it. Don't say you hate it. I mean, I don't hate it. Okay, we're going to talk about Lord of the Rings for a little <laughs> while. Um, Lord of the Rings is... A movie um, that a movie is that one I of love. one of the most popular and beloved movie series of all time. And book series, yeah. And book series. Um, I have never read the books. It's a classic. There is. I told Bethany I have not this earlier I today. Honest with you. Um, and she was upset about it. That <laughs> that I think that I would probably prefer reading this story than watching it as a movie and i think that's because he doesn't realize how hard it is to read well that's fine i I just mean the language is very difficult to get through in my opinion just the story not even right the lord of the rings just like Like the the story of the movie (laughs) right maybe and and so and so i have i have issue with it I'll, i'll just real quick go through the ones that don't have to do with what we're talking about right uh which is the language in it is confusing to me i don't really like the theatrical language it look it I think it looks weird the way that they did the force perspective stuff with making everyone look big and small and everything. I think it's kind of jarring for me. Um, Why? I, just because you're like, I know Elijah Wood is not that small. No, it's just the way that it is. I don't know. Um, the, did you have trouble with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids too? <laughs> it's one of my least really favorite movies. <laughs> it's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, those kids are so small. <laughs> the um, And then the last thing, which is really hard to get by... Um, which is the slow motion like jutting that they do like what? where it's like it's like jittering almost the camera is when, and it goes oh, into when slow he, motion when he puts the ring on no when they do any action like at all in it whenever they whenever a movie would normally go into slow motion now it goes into slow motion it gets blurry and then it also like kind of like it's like it's skipping frames almost i don't know exactly what you're talking about i, I think, think that unless you're talking know. about when he puts the ring on it does it, that gets really weird. It does it during that time also, but it's also during like when they're fighting at certain points too. And I think hmm. that it's something that may have just been a style choice, a style then that I really didn't like. I think it makes it weird. 
Um, and so there's that. It's like that. how shaky cam, like I hate shaky cam, but lots of people like it. And that's all just personal preference of small things throughout right. the movie, right? That aren't that big of a deal for enjoying a story. Sure. But the problems that I have to do with what we're talking about is I don't know what they're doing and why and who they're fighting. Right. And okay. So before we go on, a little bit of that is just because you don't care to focus and listen because it's a complex story. It's not complex. That's the whole problem. Okay. It is in one sense very complex and in one sense very simple. The only reason it's complex is because it has a bunch of ridiculous names that go along with it. And that's what's so fun. They're all the same name. Every name is the same in this. If somebody came... To America. Boromir, Floromir, Garamir, Saruman, Saruman, Sauron. (laughs) Brian, Ryan, Ian. (laughs) Yeah, those names are rough, right? (laughs) Brittany, Stephanie, Bethany. We people that's what I'm saying though, is and I've had this. But I'm used to those names. Right. I can differentiate between Brian and Ryan better than I can differentiate. differentiate between gorp and glorp <laughs> oh wow right eowyn and erowyn yeah that one is the worst one um, i cannot Saruman believe that Sauron. yeah like what is this but it makes sense if you're going to create a fictional world it would make sense that they were to have similar sounds to different names just like we do is all i'm saying so confused the whole time of who anyone was talking about but go on what how is it complex um okay so well it's a it's a weird concept it's a weird fantasy thing so it's like there was these evil rings right well <laughs> these powerful rings but then this evil guy got a hold of him okay okay i'm sorry if my friend claire is listening to this she's just gonna be <laughs> just she already turned it off because squinting. i was complaining about the names um squinting at me like what um but look what i'm saying is you said there is no bad guy. There's no real bad guy. Just bad is the bad is evil, right? Yeah. They're fighting against evil. And you're kind of right. Um, there's Sauron, the fiery eye in the sky, which is yeah. just like a giant fiery eye. No voice or anything. Right. Which here's the thing. I understand that it's like, well, it's hard to hate an, a fire eye, right? <laughs> like, what do you do? But I think that that's what's kind of cool about it is it's this like over, uh, not overbearing, like, he oversees everything. It's like this omniscient. It's an like omniscient evil that just permeates throughout the world and it's taking over minds and hearts. So here's one thing I think. So it's like the sludge from Ghostbusters 2. No. Here's what I think, um, for real. Is that so Charlie grew up atheist, I guess you could say. <laughs> Why is this coming into play? Because no, because I do I think it matters. Charlie grew up atheist. Not really believing in anything. Historically, atheists hate Lord of the Rings. No, no, no. (laughs) What I'm saying is, I think that, especially, and I know this to be true for myself and for others, that people who are very Christian, um, we just love to see good triumph over evil because we believe in these forces in the world, in good and evil, Um, you know. And so, well, yeah, I think that's the main of this like evil permeating the world and taking over minds. And that's what like Christians and probably other religions as well that believe in some sort of God is that we believe that, um, you know, it's our job to try and spread the good in the world. Right. And to help spread the good message and, you know, enlighten people's minds. But there are people out there and there is just evil out there 
that is poisoning people's minds. Right. Whereas I am of the opinion that people do an evil thing or a good thing. And, and, that's and it. it doesn't qualify them as evil or That good. doesn't make them evil. Right. That doesn't make them good. They do an evil thing or a good thing or a halfway thing or something that's accidentally good because they're being selfish right. or whatever. Right. Um, and so any of those options to me are much more interesting than just this evil presence that is overbearing that once you destroy this thing, it, everything is solved. Right. And I mean... That's a very simple way of looking at the world, having a ring you could just throw into the fire and then it, everything's solved. But I think that um, for somebody who grew up in a religious family and who, like, her whole life, my whole life, her being me, I'm talking third person, um, <clears throat> really... Can you just refer to yourself as Bethany truly from believed now on, please? ...that, you know, there is forces of good and evil in the world that are happening around us that we can't even see, right? So, like, Sauron can see them... But they can't see him, but they know he's out there. And sometimes they can feel him, you know. And I, I, that's exactly how my life was growing up, you know, where you can feel like you can sense like a shudder goes down your spine. You, you feel like you're in a place that you shouldn't be and you leave, you know, like believing in forces that are greater than you that are unexplained. But that's usually just because the, you know, thermostat is off. No, um, I knew you were going with some silly joke. But anyway, the point is... Thermostat, there's a humidifier that was left on. I think that there is definitely a part of you that can't relate, yeah. you know? Um, now, that doesn't mean that, like... I mean, people... Every movie I've ever seen, somebody can say, oh, it's a, it's actually a metaphor for Jesus and God, especially when there's chosen ones. <laughs> Right. involved and such but um i'm not saying this is a metaphor i don't know i'm sure you can find metaphors in it if you'd like but i'm just saying that i think that's why i can relate to that i kind of like the idea of just like there's this evil in the world and we can overcome it by just being good because yeah. the thing about this chosen one is he's not he's relatable but he's not relatable in the way that harry potter where it's like oh man he had such a hard life and then something great happened to him and something great could happen to me it's more like he had a pretty sheltered life and a pretty simple life, but um, he and his people really are just good spirited, just good people. Have, everybody knows that person where they're like that one friend or maybe a couple of people they've known in their life where they're just like, they're just a great person. And I just, everybody loves them. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Frodo. Okay. Like the he's just a good guy. And that's why he was able to carry the weight of the world basically because, because his heart was so good. So I understand now, as I'm saying it, that like, yeah, that's all very, it's very good, evil, good versus evil, very specifically. And I can see how that can be frustrating to you, but, but I think it's but inspiring do you see how, like, and it's, beautiful. It's very similar, but I think done in a better way with, Captain America, where it's just like he just is he's he's right all the time because he's Captain America. Like he's he is uh he's Steve Rogers. He's the he's the most wholesome He's always good gonna person. do he's always gonna do what he believes is right. But then sometimes he's wrong. And sure. sometimes he trusts the wrong people and sometimes well, that's the same all way I think that. With Frodo. Whereas in this, it's just like if I can just be more good, then we'll get through this. <laughs> 
where I think whereas, that there's you know, a lot he of never has to in Lord of the Rings with that have to do with persistence when things get hard that have to do with leaning on your friends and your support and realizing that you don't have to do things alone. There's a lot of lessons in it. It's not just I mean, Frodo wouldn't have gotten very far without Sam, would he? <laughs> She loves that relationship so much. They're the best of friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do love it. I love it. But no, it is all good. of That's the relationships within the within the story. The the best part of the movie is that is that the those together. twos. Well, then and then those twos, those, those two. two, and their relationship. Yeah, but also of course, um, Gimli and Legolas, the elf and the dwarf. I guess. They're hilarious. I don't know. You man. don't enjoy I don't in their banter. You don't funny. care about their, you know, counting their kills and stuff. It's funny. I guess. I mean, you're using humor to get through a dark time, Charlie. You should understand that. I do understand it. I just didn't think it, the actual things that they were saying were very funny. I think that the doing that it's, is a funny fun. thing. They're fun. But also, they're killing people. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're using murdering humor people to get through a hard time. Okay, you gotta <laughs> if detach. I ever, if I ever murder someone, I will surely crack a joke. Right no, after. right. No, this is a different scenario. <laughs> this isn't. You're not fighting evil in the world. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just I think that there's something to be said for something that's literally just a story about good versus evil, that ins- is inspiring that gives hope and can be really beautiful too because whether or not any one person can be wholly good or wholly evil Mm. um i do believe that and i still believe this that there is good in the world and evil in the world and that we can choose good yeah and i mean that seems like it doesn't mean we'll always do it perfectly but it seems like a very simplistic blameless way to look at it at what the world at at the world and also when you're making a story is like you the the person who chooses evil Mm -hmm. that it would have been there anyway and someone else would have done it anyway like it's not it's not necessarily true it's not on them it's on the evil you see what i mean no i don't think that's necessarily true the people that what's his name Sakamon, so Sar- Sa- what Sauron? The, the eyeball. Sauron. Yeah. Um, the Sakamon. evil. The evil eyeball. Come on, Charlie. <laughs> I have recently made Charlie watch all these movies. I don't remember any of the names. There's too many characters. They all have go the same on, name. Go on. The just say the evil eyeball. People will understand. The evil eyeball. Whoever he corrupts, right? right. It's not necessarily their fault. He corrupted them. To a certain extent, yes. Others choose, though. Some choose to be corrupted some choose they're just like like i said uh saruman the other wizard was just like i kind of want to be with this bad guy <laughs> that's what happened yeah he's like i'm super powerful as is but i could be more powerful if i joined this so that's big the, fiery eye and that's try and the main that thing ring. what are they doing what are they trying to do what listen. is what are the bad guys trying to do? What are the good guys trying to do? Listen, and maybe we can have a fun discussion with my friend Claire sometime about it. <laughs> I need um, to know because she has read all of the books and every like collateral piece of writing about it. But um is it I mean cuz I feel like it should be deeper than what I think it is, which is just bad guys want to have power. Either control or destroy everything on the right. planet. Good guys want to stop that. 
and I I think right. that I think that for what it is, where it is set, it should be something more than that, right? Well, listen, I don't know if it is or isn't. I I mean, I think it is pretty much as simple as you say, but yeah, it's funny because Charlie and I have discussed this many a time. It took us our entire relationship up until now before he finally watched all three of them. So we, when we were dating, they're so long. We've been together for five and a half more than five and a half years now married. Um, and before that, when we were dating, I showed him the first one and he kept falling asleep during the second <laughs> one. Um, and so finally recently, I think last year we watched the second one. We watched the third one. Um, and he was like, you know what? Yeah, it was, it was good. I don't fall asleep fine. during movies very often. I know. I, I found it to be extremely rude. Um, but there, there, uh, it probably says more about what the situation was than, yeah, the actual movie because i fell asleep during collateral uh the first time i saw collateral and i was just That's real tired and that movie's awesome i love that movie but yeah so um but nonetheless uh we've talked pretty extensively about it like why doesn't he like it right because i love it how can you not like it but um <laughs> he does he does you like it you can see merit in the story and the characters and yes. the it's acting good. the relationships and i think it would be there are beautiful quotes from that movie I think it would be a lot better for life for me. Obviously the way that he did it visually was like, like earth shattering and right. And he won a bunch of awards. Yeah, Charlie said he didn't like the way it looked. No, I was like, you don't like New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no, he doesn't like the forced perspective. I think that it's just, you know, it's just an older style that he basically created. And then other movies did it probably. Yeah. And so it's just like, (laughs) Yeah, visually. It's a, not to it a not to uh, put it on the same level as this, but it's like what I always say about Animal House, where okay, yeah. if you if you didn't see Animal House first before all the other college movies, you would think that it was just a you know BS college movie that right. was doing all of the same dumb stuff right. when they invented all of that stuff. Exactly. Um, but anyway, we have before he's talked to me about like what is like what does the ring do and i was like well one i know it makes you invisible yeah, it makes you invisible boom got that one down. How, why Great. that doesn't make any sense and then charlie's like yeah but what else and i was like gives you power <laughs> <laughs> so like it is there is this really it's very oh, it makes ambiguous. you live forever right it's very ambiguous i don't believe isn't what's his name like a million years old i mean it <laughs> helped it helped him live longer i don't know it helped look but anyway <laughs> made him eat healthier um <laughs> it, it made <laughs> i looked it up one it made time. cauliflower I taste like chocolate I, I googled it and like read about it and it's weird it is all very ambiguous and interesting um but i still kind of like that i understand that as just a, a viewer and and as somebody who is a writer how you'd be like that's lazy like be more specific about what's happening have some concrete examples of what this thing does right like have a reason behind the evil or whatever. But sometimes I think it's okay not to. That's all I'm saying. Yes. It's a, it's de- it's definitely something that is just, you know, I can get over it if I like everything else. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I love 1960s Marvel comic books, and that's right. all that those are. It's just, right. you know, I'll get you. Why? Because you're, I don't like you. <laughs> I've decided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what everything is and um and i, I like those to be a so, bad you know. guy. right exactly um and so those things are it, there's plenty of good movies that are like it in fact we've probably just g- ran through 
a lot of people's favorite maybe favorite movies, movies of all time. And that's <laughs> but that's why I wanted to do this. So I told right. Charlie I was like if we at first I was just saying we at first we were thinking about just doing a he picks his favorite that don't have good versus evil and I pick my favorite that do. Right. But we decided to break it into three episodes. Because she brought up Because I was like Star Wars, The Matrix and Harry yeah. Potter. And I was like, "Oh yeah, there's Yeah, I was like, well, cuz I was going to say like you're going when you get good versus evil you're going to pick some of the most famous movies of all time and i think that's for a reason because i think it's a universally appealing idea uh yeah to like you said wouldn't it be nice if the world were so simple well and also it's universally just find the good people stay away from the bad and if there wasn't any gray in between you know it's it's very appealing it's universally um, it depends on who you ask yeah, but it's universally appealing, is all I'm saying. If you ask Billy Joel, then maybe not. <laughs> okay. He would rather laugh with the sinners than die with the saints, is right. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Billy Joel, you love Billy Joel. I do. Uh, so what do you think about <laughs> I like that song. It's a good song. <laughs> okay. So we've been talking for a very long time, and um, I think but that this But you all have time to listen to us. This is a good spot to end. Um, we will put up part two when we get to it um hopefully there isn't more than a day or two in between each one um and we will get to our favorite middle ground movies which are that's what's coming up movies and just to preview it it's movies with like sympathetic bad guys motives that you can understand don't necessarily agree with but understand um and then also movies where maybe it's not so obvious who is the bad guy. right i wanted to include a twist in there mm-hmm. as well um, and then maybe movies where the hero might be a little bit middle groundy as well. Right. Which yeah. I might argue is Star Wars as well, but we won't get into that right now. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in to Movie Trailer Trash Podcast. Um, it's been a while. We will try to come at you with some more of these. Coming at you. We're going to definitely come at you with two more. Maybe Maybe three. Three. <laughs> um, and... I hope you guys get a kick out of it and enjoy our conversations. And maybe one day there will be trailers to talk about again. One day we will see a movie again and it'll be great. So we are also writing articles. Charlie wrote an article that's quite popular. Um, It's about the movies you should watch during your different phases of the quarantine. A a movie for each stage of isolation. There you go. Um, Very popular article so far. Most read article that we've posted so congrats charlie coming at you um and yeah that's on movies trailers trash.com yes um, check us out check us out on twitter facebook like us subscribe on itunes and share us with your friends because that's always fun uh, we want more people to hear us and hear our thoughts because that's why we're doing this <laughs> <laughs> no it's not we're doing this because we're bored I like it when people say, hey, I heard your podcast. It's really good. And then they okay? argue with you for the next I enjoy 30 minutes. <laughs> the, you know, confidence boost that I get from that. So please, guys, tell me my podcast is good. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to get now is like now that we're doing this right, like during the quarantine is where everyone has a ton of time on their hands. They're mm. going to reach out to me about Lord of the Rings and it's going to be a nightmare. We'll see. If they don't, we know no one's heard this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, nobody. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. Coming at you.